Welcome back to an all new episode of Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm so excited for today's show because I have such an incredible person who I met through LinkedIn. Her name is Sharon. She made a deal with God, and I just cannot wait to share her story. Well, I'm going to let her share her own story right here on Hebrew Hits. Before we get to the show, I want to kindly ask you if you can go onto our website at HebrewHitsRadio.com, hit subscribe, make sure you go follow Sharon on LinkedIn. Her details are going to be on the screen um, because you're going to want to follow her and watch all of her posts. And please go subscribe to Hebrew Hits Radio on YouTube. And if you like this episode, make sure you leave a good review and share it with your friends. You're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in to this show because that means that you want to succeed in life and you do not want to fail. Many of us go through such difficult challenges in life, and it's up to us not to fall victim to them. It's up to us to rise above it and to succeed. I sit down with people who have gone through real big struggles and show that they overcame them and are super successful today. It's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Hebrew Hits is presented by TMC. Well, Sharon, I am so honored to have you on the show. I know that this episode is going to move people, inspire people, and it's going to just be so powerful. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm doing great. And I can't wait to connect with all of your audience. I know. I'm so excited. So we met on LinkedIn and you kept leaving like really nice comments. I would see your profile and then we just connected and you shared your story with me. And I was just, I had no words. I was like, this lady has to come onto my podcast and inspire the world because you're, you, you had such a journey to get to where you are. Yes. Um, so before we get to like, you know, the title of this episode is Sharon made a deal with God. Can you give us like a few minutes of like just background? Like, where are you from? What do you do? Sure, I'd be happy to. My name is Sharon. Good morning, everyone. I'm originally from Canada. My dream has always been to read and sing to children. I love engaging with children. And I love doing it in three languages. I love doing it in English, French, and in Hebrew. I have taught most of my life, but my dream my passion has always been to read, especially to children who are in hospitals or ill at home. And during COVID, when we were home, I did everything I could to reach out to children who were isolated, who weren't getting anything. I would make videos. I would sing to them. On Fridays, we would sing Shabbos songs and I would bring out my magic pot and spoon, and we would make chicken soup for Shabbos. I love writing children's music. That is one of my great passions. I love to share that with my kinderlach. And now I'm transitioning out of teaching. Hashem has said to me, I gave you passions. It's time for you to bring everything to fruition and reach out, Metz Hashem, to children all over the world through books, through song, and through the biggest smile that you can muster. And I can't wait to get started. Wow, I am so excited for you to get started. I feel the passion in your voice. Thank Before you. Before we get to there, people might be like, oh my gosh, like what made you want to sing to children? So before I even talk about your deal with God, really quickly, because I know we're going to get to this later in the interview, 
why do you have this passion to sing for children? Hashem gave this to me. I, I come from a musical family. My late grandmother had a magnificent voice. And as a matter of fact, the New York Opera Company at that time wanted to train her like it was a Juilliard. But her very firm father equated that with, uh, I don't know, burlesque or something inappropriate. And he said, no way, no how. But she continued to sing. She would be in shul choirs. She would be in her center choirs. And that voice always soared. My mother's late father, who I never had the joy of meeting, was a chazan. So music was always in my blood. And I just love to sing to children. I love, I love writing children's music. That is a and I I hope to have my uh, music published along with several books. I cannot I, wait to hear your music. I was just telling someone, I forgot who it was, I said. People who know how to compose music and write music, it's such a big talent. Like, I wish I had that because everybody has like so many things that they want to share, you know, about life. And some people could write about it in song and you could feel that emotion through the song and it's beautiful. So like, I don't have that talent, but like someone that has it, that's an incredible gift that you have. Well, I love, I work mainly with toddlers and, you know, mm -hmm. toddlers, when they start off, they come to you in September, they're still crawling and they don't have any words. So the greatest thing about music is you start to give them their words. They pick out different words from the song. It could be the simplest thing. I'll, say, I'll sing a song like, Shalom, my friends, shalom, my friends, shalom, my friends, shalom, shalom. And you say that enough, you don't think they're gonna go home and they're gonna start saying shalom to their parents and their parents are going, whoa. Right. And it makes such a difference that by the middle of the year, my children make requests and they make, the way they make requests is they'll say different words. And I know exactly what they're saying. Ooh. They'll say kosher. That means sing the kosher song. They'll say eser. That means let's count from one to 10 in English and in Hebrew. With my older children, I would do it in French also. And the parents would be, whoa. Yeah, I'm going to so learn cool. French. Yeah. Music yeah. is a wonderful gift. And we're dealing gift. with sick children who are in terrible pain, who have maladies we should never, ever know from. It yeah. gives them such comfort yeah. because it takes them into a different zone where they can forget about how, how much pain they're in for a while. And I see it on their faces. I love davening with children. I love davening. But to daven with children and to give them some comfort, it gives me comfort. Wow. To be able to bring a chag to them. Soon we're going to be singing about apples and honey. Next week is Rosh Chodesh It's very hard to believe. I love singing about Shabbos. And um, another thing that we do is we have a special Shabbos song that we sing, which is Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. And we all start swaying and the children swaying. Oh, my gosh. It's a very it's a very soothing thing. And for yeah. a child who is uncomfortable, the child is thinking about the music and swaying. Right. And that gives me I thank Hashem every day for giving me this ability to reach out to children and give them because Hashem gave me this gift. Yeah. This is just, and this all started in a cancer hospital 
many years ago. I had to be in a cancer hospital, very well-known hospital in New York. And there was a woman there holding her young child. And the child, unfortunately, was facing a life-threatening illness. And the mother was trying to read to the child. And she had a big screen. It was like the kind of screen where our mothers would use to bake their faces in the sun, a visor. And I've ne never seen anything like this before. It had a mirror on it so the child could look at themselves. It had something so the child could pull. And it was something that the mother could read. The mother, understandably, was very emotional. The child was screaming and the mother was screaming. And I said to the mother, may I help you? And I took over. And I knew that day Hashem bestowed upon me my divine destiny. He said to me, this is what you were going to be doing. You are going to be reaching out to children all over the world who are ill, whether they're in the hospitals or they're ill at home, and you're going to give them joy. You're going to give them comfort. And at the same time, they can learn something. Wow. And every so chance, beautiful. every chance that I have, if I ever hear of a child who needs this, I reach out and I always say to people, Zoom me, FaceTime yes. me. I am here for you. And this is now, as I transition out of teaching, I'm leaving the classroom, but I'm not leaving my passion because it's right here. This is what Hashem gave me. What I'm doing now is I'm going to bring this to the world. I am so excited for you. And like, you are the perfect person to do this. You have the passion for it. Thank you. you know, you've been doing this for years with, you've been working with children for years. Yes. I want to talk to you about your personal, personal connection with yes. cancer and your deal with Hashem, if yes. you can share your story in your own way, I'm going to give you my platform. I'm going to remain quiet so that you can share it in your, Thank in you. your space. And I, I heard your story, but I know that there's going to be more details you're going to share today. So, you know, inspire people. The Thank floor you. is yours. Thank you. I'm happy to talk about it. Several years ago, the sky crashed down on me and I was diagnosed with cancer. I had to have surgery. It was very, very painful. A couple of weeks later, my father was killed very tragically by a reckless driver in Toronto. My father, um, at the time, he was 91. He was in very good health. There was a driver who wasn't paying attention to his coffee cup. And my father was walking and he just lost control. And this was a double whammy for me because my father's mother, my granny, had essentially been killed the same kind of a way by a reckless driver. So it was a double whammy. It's like reliving history. And then mom died 10 months later. So within essentially a year, all of, all of these events are so big all on their own. Um, but this is what happened to me. So I had to make a pact with Hashem. Because you know, when you have tragedy, when you have major illness, either it's going to crush you, it's going to destroy you, or it's going to make you a better person. Because you have the choice that you could rise above it and create something very, very special. I made a pact with Hashem. I said to Hashem, and I still say it every single night, help me get through this. I am going to do all the heavy lifting that I have to do. 
I will be able to leave my grief underneath the mattress every day. It will always be there waiting for me at night. But just heal me. My kinderlach need me. The world needs me. Heal me so I can go on and create something very special in this world and make a profound difference. And I, every night when I say Shema, I thank Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I'm cancer-free. I'm doing Baruch, and I never take that for granted. And when I say Mordeani every morning, I say it like I mean business. Because, you know, for me, it could have gone a very different way. The fact that Hashem gives me each and every day to make a difference in this world and reach out to children and give them comfort, it's a very special matana that Hashem has given to me. And Hashem um, knows I'm doing the heavy lifting every day. My faith in Hashem gets stronger and stronger. When I say Shema every night, it's like I'm having a, um, a conversation with Hashem in my room. I say Shema. I thank him for watching over my family. And I always say to him, guide me, show me the derech. Tell me what you want me to do. I live with gratitude each and every day. That is the game changer in life, regardless of what you're going through. Some people have it worse than others. You still live with gratitude. I have a, say, a French saying that I live with. Okay. Saying in, I'll say it in English. It's what it is, is you pluck the flowers of the day. Hashem gives you so much beauty. It's there for you to celebrate. And even if you pull up weeds, there's a learning curve involved in those weeds. Embrace it all. Oh my God, you're giving me the chills right now. Like you, like, I don't even know if you realize how powerful your words are right now. Like, what, I'm so sorry I interrupted you, but like, I'm literally like, so many people go through life and yes, they have thorns and thorns and like so many struggles and they only focus on the struggles. And what you're saying is even within those thorns, there's beauty and there's gratitude. And like, you look like a happy person. I would have never, like even the comments you leave on my LinkedIn page, like I would have never thought that like your father died in such a tragic way. Your grandmother died in such a tragic way. Your mother passed away 11 months after your father, 10 months. Mom had been suffering on dialysis. I'll tell you how strong my faith in Hashem is. Did it grow because of your, did it, did your, you could explain that, but I also would like to know, did your faith grow because you got cancer or was it always strong? Um, my faith had to grow from a very early age because my granny had been killed so tragically. She was the love of my life. It's very hard for me to talk about her. I might, you know, as you can relate to, our grandparents went through so much in the war. They suffered in ways we can't even begin to imagine. My grandparents buried several children, tra tragic circumstances. My granny was a beautiful woman. She used to have to go hide in the forest so God forbid no one would touch her. Things that we, we don't even want to read about. Now, after my granny was killed, it was such a, a, a tragedy. It came out of nowhere. One morning, my father fell out of bed and he was paralyzed up to his neck with Guillain-Barre syndrome. 
Oh. The doc, this was back in 1960 and, and medicine was a little different then. And, and the doctors thought he was having a, an emotional paralysis due to what happened to granny. But once they got him to the right hospital and they did a spinal tap, they saw exactly what it was. And we had to be separated from dad for quite some time because he had to be in a special hospital and he had to do his rehab. Mom was pregnant at that time with, with child number three. I'm the oldest of four. So I had to grow up in a hurry. Not only was I grieving my granny and seeing my grandfather going through the most unimaginable suffering, um, I lost the love, the love of my life. I had to grow up in a hurry and help mom every way that I possibly could. So I had to grow up and be responsible. And I think all of these situations being, and I used to, I had to feed my father. He was paralyzed. He couldn't hold anything. I would have a traumatic him. upbringing. I'm sorry? That's a traumatic upbringing. It's a very, but again, Wow. I always say in my my late grandfather who came my grandparents came from Galicia, Oliver Shalom. My grandfather would make me fresh sweet orange juice, the old-fashioned way, right? I'm sure your grandmother does that also. Lemon. We do lemonade. Oh, you do lemons? Yeah. So in merit of my grandfather's Nishama, I always say, I've been saying this for years. I'm going to squeeze my oranges as tightly as I can. And I'm going to produce the best, the sweetest nectar that I possibly can. That nectar is going to be for my children. It's going to be for everyone that I encounter. The sadness has to be left on top, underneath the mattress. When I got up from Shiva for my father, that night was a Wednesday. That night was Purim. I went to Megillah Laning. Thursday, I went to Megillah Laning. Friday, we have half a day of school. It was Shushan. I went to school with my costume, with my, with my mask. I danced with my kinderlach. I made it Labadek. It's Shushan Purim. People were astounded because they didn't know what they were going to find when I walked in because I'm squeezing those oranges for my kinderlach. This is just... The grief will always be there, but you cannot let it crush you. You have to take your grief, put it in your orange, just squeeze it, and turn it into something beautiful. And in merit of my parents, my grandparents, this is what I'm doing now. I'm going to make a huge difference in this world with what I can bring to my kinderlach. You're already making a huge. You're already making a huge difference in my life. Like I'm already like the gratitude idea and like thinking about the positive things you have in life. That is just so powerful that like you keep getting reminded of that. And it's just like, that makes you a happier person. That makes you accomplish more. That makes you want to live more, you know, you, so that's, you, that's look, you look for it. All you have to do is get up in the morning and say, Mo Danine. the fact that I have another day where I can do all of these wonderful things. I can go outside and see Hashem's beauty, his flowers. There's so much. To, I have such a, a loving, supportive family. There's so much to be grateful for, but it's up to you to embrace it. Hashem gives you a choice. You can be miserable 
or you can be, you can have tremendous gratitude. I go with the gratitude any day of the week. That's amazing. Well, I love that you, I love that you say that because this whole podcast, the, the mantra is it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. And when you, you know, were diagnosed with cancer and Baruch Hashem, you're cancer free. I'm so excited about that. That's Thank huge. You. Um, may you stay healthy till 120 plus. And when, when someone's diagnosed with something so serious and so scary, they could have had a choice, like fall victim to this and like, that's it, I'm done or rise above it and say, I am going to overcome this and I'm going to make a deal with God saying, if I survive this and if you make me, keep me healthy, keep me alive, I am going to take everything that I have, all my strength and put it towards these children that are sick with cancer and sick in the hospital. I'm going to go make them happy and give them joy. So absolutely. If you can tell me a little bit about that, like, why was that the deal? Like, why was it vital that like you made a deal with God also in the first place? Like, how did you know it was going to work? Oh, I knew it was going to work because what I was asking for was the best deal in town. It's not about me. It's about the kinderlach. It's about making them happy, the sick children, giving them some, some comfort, giving them some respite, giving them something to look forward to. Um, it's never about me. It's never, it's never saying, oh, God, could you give me a fancier apartment or could you put some more money in my bank account? It's never about me. It's about the kinderlach. It's about bringing this to everyone who needs to be cheered up. And there are a lot of children who need to be cheered up. Um, How do the kids respond to you? The children love me because it's something very different. And when they see me, you do it with the biggest smile on your face. You engage with them. You do it with your heart full of joy. There's nothing morose. You know, I'm not coming around to put a needle in their arm. I'm right. coming to read a book to them or to sing a song about Shabbos or apples and honey or one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite books, um, I'm an Eric Carl fan, is Brown Bear. And I sing that. And we make the animal sounds. It's all, it's a diversion for them. So they can take their mind off everything, you know, that they're going through. So the deal with Hashem, I always say, I will do the heavy lifting. My heavy lifting is to make myself the best person that I can to keep digging and digging and make my faith in Hashem as sweet and sincere and as beautiful that I possibly can. Reframing how I daven. Every word has to be sweet and meaningful. When I say Shema, when I say Modiani, when I like candle Shabbos Yantav, there has to be great heart and great sincerity. When Is there I, any time that you don't daven like that? Like you're just like too tired or too busy or too stressed? Oh, no, I won't, I won't allow myself. I won't allow, you know why? Hashem mm -hmm. is never too tired for me. When I reach out to Hashem and oh. I say, Hashem, I'm not feeling very well. You know, I have to have some treatment. It really hurts. Help me or this or that. Hashem's always is never too tired for me. Yeah. I always, as tired as I am at night, when I say Shema, I sit up. I say Shema, I say God bless to my 
family in Florida. I thank Hashem for everything that happened during the day. I take nothing for granted. You must never lose sight of that. Hashem is always here for us. We must always be here for Hashem. Well, I'm literally like, I'm literally like, I have no words. Like, I, I can't wait to like re-listen and re-listen and re-listen to this episode because there's so much powerful things that you're saying. Um, I have a question yes. regarding the regarding the deal that you made with God, that if he made you better, you're going to sink to children. Once God made you cancer free, did you feel pressure to be like, I have to, I have to like hold up my end of the deal? It's not pressure because I want to hold up my end of the deal. Okay. Hashem does not pressure you. Hashem is beautiful. Hashem gave me such a special gift. I embrace this from a very young age. I want to bring this to the world. I want to bring this to fruition. There's there's no pressure. I want you all to know, just as I'm transitioning out of teaching and I'm going to make a dream come true, you can always make a dream come true. There is no such thing as age. It's only a number. If Hashem gave you a passion and it's in your heart and you're thinking about this morning, noon, and night like I am, that means that you have to make it come true true never let anyone say you're too young never let anyone say you're too old if you have something that you want to do and you know it came from Hashem do it oh my gosh I feel the passion coming out of my chest like when you say that because like you were given the tool to inspire people and I know it's through singing but I'm telling you right now it's also through your voice everything that you've shared has been powerful and it's come from here. Every single thing that you shared came from your heart. Nothing was just like, oh, just saying it to say oh, no. it. You literally, everything came from your heart. These are things, you know, when Hashem gives you, listen, like many people, Hashem gave me my travails. It's a question of what you do with it. Either it's going to crush you and it's going to destroy you or you're going to take those oranges and make the most, the sweetest, most delicious nectar that you can and bring it to your kinderlach, bring it to your family, bring it to everyone around you. And I was determined and I will always be determined because I know I have something to give to the world. This is the gift that Hashem gave me and I will not disappoint. It's just too precious you have no idea I feel like I want to give you a hug and if you were in a studio with me like I would just give you a hug like well, we're going to get together because I have to meet your nana right so yeah. and and you but I have to meet your nana I'll tell you like I am just like so I feel like I'm gonna cry I'm so grateful that Hashem like sent you to me and like I feel like Hashem doesn't do anything by chance like Hashem purposely made you like be in my life at this point and like it's just a part of the journey of like meeting good people, surrounding yourself with good people. Do you have anything to add on that? Yes, I have several things to add on it. You put it out to Hashem. I always believe kindness will find kindness. 
Your attitude, your vibes attract your tribe. If you are good and you have strong faith in Hashem and you're always working to improve your midos, we should always, this should always be a journey, right? Because the journey is very important. You have to embrace the journey and continue to dig in yourself. Make your, your emunah stronger. Make your bitachon stronger. Those vibes will attract your tribe. Hashem doesn't do anything by coincidence. He put us together for a reason because you and I both have tremendous faith in Hashem. We both value our grandmothers very, very much. You and I both want to bring beauty and goodness to the world, each in different ways. But these are our midoses. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can't make that up. Either it's there and you work on it. It's a journey. You keep improving or it isn't there. And I feel sorry for people who don't have gratitude, who are morose, who just have a miserable attitude. You're missing out on so much in life. And guess what? What's the, gratitude, happiness? It's the best elixir for your face, <laughs> right? You no, no. have you ever um have you ever by any chance read my gratitude newsletter? Yes, I have. Oh, I read it. I loved it, and I um I loved it, and it it so resonated with me because I appreciate the fact that you are a work in progress. I love that that you were on your journey. And I love that because our journey, we might, we might reach our destination in that we might find the job that we really love, et cetera, et cetera. But our journey with Hashem, our journey with Hashem, it never ends. It keeps going and going. It's always a work in progress. Yep. So I appreciate the fact that you're, you're, you're building on it the same way that I'm building on it. And I love the fact that you want to build on it as opposed yes. to saying, I couldn't care less. Like exactly. some people just say, I've had a rotten deal in life. Why am I even bothering? Why should I keep Shabbos? Look what Hashem did to me. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know what? No judgment if they went through something, no judgment on their part, you know? It's just life becomes a lot more calm. Like you, life becomes calmer when you have faith. And you, I learned living in Muna twice a week with a learning partner. Oh, great. And it's just like, it's so incredible. Like it's really, really helped me to change my life. Like I believe that let's say Parnassah, like I have my own business. So it's, you know, it's hustle every day. And I'm just like, Parnassah is from Hashem. Uh, someone yes. came to me the other day and said, Right now, he doesn't have the money to use me, but in a month, he's going to have the money and he wants to know if he could wait a month. And I said, of course, you have to do what's best for you. Like, you're not the one who's going to determine how much money I make. God is doing that. So if God wants me to make that amount of money this month, he'll send it to me in other ways. That's right. You, know? it will, you see, God, I always believe where God guides, he provides. He knows what you need. I love that. But it's the truth. Where he leads you to, he will provide for you. God created all of us in a very special way. I believe some people more than others. He gave you and I special missions. And for that, we're very blessed. Not everyone has that kind of schuss. You and I have it. He knows what we need and he knows when we need it. Yeah. You just have to continue 
to build your faith, your trust, your love. How do you do that? You do that in chesed. You do that in tzedakah. You do that in gratitude. Yeah. You remember I told you last week, I said, I, and when we, we spoke, I said, I did something very important. And you said, what did you do? I said, I renewed my shul membership. For this. Yeah. Yeah. I bought my ticket for, the, for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. This is very, very important to me. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. I have a question for you. Now, you don't have to answer if you're not comfortable. But I'm curious to know if you never got cancer and you were still living like a healthy life and your father didn't pass away and your mother wasn't on dialysis and she didn't pass away. Would you be singing to children and going to hospitals or were you, would you have stayed in your job? Like did this, all these experiences push you to do this? This, this happened so long ago because of a family situation. I had to be in a cancer hospital. This was death. This was divine destiny. Hashem orchestrated this. I mean, my, my childhood had been difficult because my granny had been killed so tragically. Right. And, and dad was paralyzed with Guillain-Barre. And as the oldest child of four, what I had to do, dad and I would do physical therapy together. We would walk around the living room. Dad was paralyzed. He had to learn how to walk again. I would feed him. I did everything at my very young age. I was maybe six, seven to try and help him. So the foundation was already, Hashem had already planted the foundation for yeah. me to do something. I believe Hashem connects the dots for us. We don't realize it until we we get on our yeah. journey that all of a sudden we're, we're, we're able to look around and say, mm, now I know why I had to do this and why I had to do that. When you're going through it, you can't be objective about things. Later on, you can be. But now at this point in my journey, even though it's terrible that some of the, losing my granny and yes. what happened with dad, these are horrible, horrible things. But I rose from it. Yeah. There isn't in my grandparents, all of their pictures are in my kitchen. They overlook me because I want to be able to see their faces morning, noon, and night. But I am doing something I believe that's very special. So they can look down from Shamayim and say, keep squeezing those yeah. oranges. I squeeze them for you and, and I made orange juice for you. Now you squeeze them and you do something very special and very powerful with it. Wow. You're so inspiring because you, you're someone that's taking action. Like some people think, I know I'm not asking you, you're your, I'm not asking you your age, but I know that you're not in your twenties. You know, you're not my age. Oh, I'm, I'm proud to tell you my age because I'm very, I'm grateful to Hashem. I'm alive. I'm well, and my party's just getting started. I will met, I will be met Hashem October 23. I will be 70 years old. And I have no intention of retiring. These are my best years now that I, these are going to be the years now where I make the biggest difference in the world. Hashem gave, Hashem is giving. Like you're 50. Thank you. Because I live with gratitude. If I would be morose and I would be miserable, I'd be lined and wrinkled. 
I, from the moment I wake up, even if it's five o'clock in the morning, I get up, I make my bed and I say Modani. And I also say Matobu. I thank God for the beautiful surroundings that he's given me. Oh. I never miss a day, just like I wouldn't dream of not counting sphere. I have davening and counting sphere every night. It's just too important to me. Age is just a number. It's what you do with it. Oh, that, you know that, what? You're amazing because like I know people that are in their 40s and upper 30s and 50s and they say, we're too old. I can't do that. I have a dream. I can't do it. And like, I had to start, even me when I was like 22, now I'm 27. But when I was like 22, I was like, oh my God, I didn't get into the radio business young. And I was in the radio business at 20 years old, but like on live actual FM stations. But I was like, oh my God, I had to be in here at 17 in order to make it. And like all these numbers start running through my head. So I felt a little bit of that pressure as well, younger. But now I'm like, I'm every time I think like I should be in it, like I should be more successful. I'm like, you're only 27. Like, cut yourself some slack. Like you're doing a good job, but for you at 69 years old to say that I am starting to transition from teaching to starting a whole new career, you know, on going to hospitals to sing and read to children. Like you're taking a dream and a passion that you have and you're turning it into reality. I want to have nine years old. my own television show. I want to have a digital program. Let's make it happen. I am streamed to children all over the world. Now, I believe in Hashem's timetable. Mm -hmm. There is not a person in this world, especially me, because I have no patience in my DNA, and I admit it, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, that says, why hasn't it happened? Why hasn't it happened? I'm 27 years old. I'm 60. Mm -hmm. Why hasn't it happened? Hashem holds the cards. Mm -hmm. He connects the dots. He's the one that says, you've done your heavy lifting. I recognize it. Now is your time. People come into your life when Hashem, certain people come into your life when Hashem says, this is the time. Events I'm going to connect you. I'm going to connect you to people. Actually, right now, while we're on this podcast, I am going to go to your profile, send it to someone who I want them to interview you. I'm going to say they better interview you on their podcast right now. So I'm just going to show you that I'm going to help you out with this. I, that's I'm, very kind of you. Thank you. Yes. I need to, do I have their number saved? No, I'm going to do it through LinkedIn. I'll do it through LinkedIn. I'm going to send. Somebody. Hashem's timing is very important. You have to realize his timing is the right timing. Yeah, you do. Definitely. For sure. And I'm going to get you like, I, I'm going to try to help you out as much as I can with people that I know. Um, that are in this field, you know, I know, I know some people, but this is incredible. You have been so inspiring. Thank you. And I just, I'm, I'm really happy to have connected with you. And I just got another friend. Look at that. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and you and I are going to continue to go on the journey together because I want to be able to rave about you and help you build your Parnassa as much as I possibly can. I'm always happy to give you a recommendation. You know, we're, spo this is, we're supposed to be, a, be able to help everyone with Parnassa. We're supposed to help everyone making a shidduch. Yeah, that, well, I'm single. So if you know anybody, let me know. <laughs> well, I'm, say, I'm single and I, I'm still open 
to meeting someone to have companionship. Ooh. It has to be someone who's going to let me fly because I'm not slowing down. Anything. Look at you, Scorpio. <laughs> Look, I'm not slowing down. My kids know I'm not coming to Florida and buying a condo and sitting at the beach. They know I have a tremendous mission, mission to accomplish and they're cheering me on. I love that. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much. I want to do this with full heart. Like if I could go now, if someone would pick me up now and say, let's go here, let's go there. I would say, I'm in. Maybe I would meet you at a hospital. For me, I, like, I my space is not necessarily the hospitals. Like I, I get very nervous, like with any like a car accident, God forbid I see or any these kind, I get nervous, but we'll discuss it after the show. It doesn't have to be on this episode, <laughs> but um, maybe I'll do something with you. I, it would be, it would be my pleasure. Let's see, let's see who we connect with. Yeah. It would be my pleasure to spend. Yeah. And if anybody, time. if anybody who's listening knows organizations that are like looking for people to go to hospitals or people, families that God forbid, like, you know, never have their, um, children in the hospitals or they even it could be a teenager it doesn't have to be a, a small small child someone that just like needs an uplift reach out and we will absolutely and if you have books that you would like me to read to them things that you know that they really really enjoy please make contact with me on linkedin please i would love to connect with everyone I'll share your number here and i'll put it on the screen uh, my phone number or what 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 number how what do you number? want people to connect with oh you? They let them connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay, they, you want to spell out your name for them? Okay, it's Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N. My middle name is Zerler. Now, we Canadians say Zed. We're very proud of that. Z-I-E-R-L-E-R. -E the last name is Cabelli, which is C-A-B for bear, E-L-L-Y. Connect with me. I would love to connect with you and I would love to meet your children and read to them and celebrate Shabbos and celebrate Rosh Hashanah. Let's dip awesome. our apples and honey together. That's awesome. I, I do have another question for you. Um, I know that some amazing takeaways are when you're davening and saying Shema, really focus on the words and try, you know, to be grateful for everything. That Grateful is another one, but be grateful for everything that happens during your day and through the thorns, there's also like beautiful, you know, flowers and roses that you can pick out. My question to you though, is what advice can you give to someone that is struggling with their connection with God is very sad during their day. They are not up to the gratitude stage and they're not up to the davening stage. They're just not happy with themselves, not happy with their life. And they don't see light at the end of the tunnel. Do you have something small that they can do that can help them? Everything in life, Every journey in life, regardless of what you're going to do, takes baby steps and it takes commitment, whether you're trying to strengthen, whether you're trying to find gratitude, whether you're trying to find happiness, whether you're trying to build a strong platform on LinkedIn, small, consistent baby steps every day and never feel I, I you know, people feel that, like, for instance, on LinkedIn, like they aren't, if they aren't posting every day, it's going to be gefela. No, no pressure. Everything in life is faith in Hashem. That must be there. Yeah. But small, consistent baby steps every day. If you aren't happy, dig into yourself and find out 
what it is that's making you unhappy and start with that. Maybe you can make some changes. Um, when I'm feeling really down, like let's say I allow myself to get nervous when I know I have to go see my cancer doctor. You're optimistic, but you know, there's that little fear that something is going to happen. I take out my safer to heal him. All the beauty that I need to see is in that safer. I always read it. For, I always uh, recite to Helen for people that I know are ill. But for me also, when I'm going through struggles, and that's usually the thing that really gets me down. And anyone who's had cancer, we understand it. When they have to go for a bone scan or whatever they have to go through, the eve of that, they're going to be very, very nervous. I my my safer to Helen is right beside me in the drawer. I pick it up. It's the best seller in my life. That's amazing. It is that and and davening. Davening is you know, you have very. You have such a strong connection with God, and that's incredible. I I would like to know. I have two questions left. We don't have so much time, but I have two questions left. So one of them is, can you share a story of like the most emotional time that you had with a child in the hospital? like an experience that you had? Well, the what brought me on my journey, that was very, very emotional because a light turned on. Hashem yeah. was saying, this is your divine destiny. This is what I want you to do. Now, this was many years ago, but it's I could just see this child and this mother right in front of me. It is so strong. Um you don't forget something on that because that was the beginning and that was Hashem bringing that to me. It's not like, and you know, things, there are no such things as coincidence, right? Hashem puts you in places and in situations because he wants you to be there because he knows you are the perfect person to deal with that situation. There have been other times where- but That's exactly what God does. He puts- uh, you're exactly where you are meant to be. That's the absolutely all you have to do is realize that and say thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to be in that situation and do something. And it's never when you do things like this, it's never about thinking that the other people are going to say, Oh, thank you, you saved the day, blah, blah, blah. No, it's never about that. It's you are giving fully of yourself and helping them. And that's all that matters. And the, you know what? When you when you realize that, it's in, like, that's the best. Like growing, be, becoming also more, like older and more mature. Like when I was younger, I wanted to be in two places at once. I always regretted. Am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be there? You realize like you're in the right place. Like you are in the right place. Now, before we end off, can you share any last words you'd like to share? And then as well as, who do you want to get in touch with? Who should who should reach out to you? I would love to connect with everyone um, because I love connecting with people, organizations, television stations. I would really love to connect with you because I would love to have a digital program where I can sing and read to children all over the world. So you are people I really, really want to connect with. Radio people, I know you're a radio person. Yeah. I would love 
to meet with you because I would love to sing to the children. I do believe that children who are going through a difficult time, they need to see a face though. I think it's part of the healing process. I think it just means a little more, but that I am open to everyone and to everything, but I wanna connect with everyone. I wanna read with you. I wanna sing with you. And I wanna bring to you my nectar, all the joy that's in my heart. That's what I want to bring to you. And thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to everyone. And I can't wait to connect. Thank you so much. Your story is so powerful. I cannot wait to share it. Um, thank you so much for being here. And everyone go reach out to Sharon. Her information is right here on the screen. And um, yeah, she is going to be making a difference in these children's lives and in the That's generations. Because a child is not just a child. They are generations. So thank you so much for being here. You... You are listening to Hebrew Hits Radio. I am your host, Malia. This is Sharon Cabelli. Thank you so much for being here. You're so inspiring. Please go subscribe to HebrewHitsRadio.com. Please leave a comment. Um, please share this episode. Please leave a review. And please go subscribe to Hebrew Hits Radio on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next time. Same time, same place. Bye, everyone.